Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lambert, and this is the In Seclusion podcast miniseries. Before we jump into today's show, I wanted to take a minute and reflect upon a couple of things. First, this is episode number 50. And I've joked on the show that I estimated that we'd do about 20 episodes when we began on March 23rd, but apparently that was just wishful thinking. In the past couple of months, I've talked with lawyers, law students, law professors, legal administrators, and allied professionals about how they've prepared for working remotely and how they've adjusted to this new model and what their outlook for the future is. I appreciate all of you who have taken the time to talk with me and to share your stories with others. As we begin a long summer of recovery, I wish you all good health and a safety for you and your loved ones. The past week has been especially painful for many of us and our friends as we once again confront the issue of race in our society and disparity amongst our fellow citizens. The trifecta of the pandemic, the economic crisis, and racial discrimination can tear our society apart. It is my wish that we understand one another's pain and we work together to make the current environment better as we begin to come back to the workplace. While many of us are still in seclusion, we will eventually come back together. Let's work to make that reunion better for everyone. After all, we are in this together. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's episode. Not all of us left the office back in March. Many of our office services staff remained to make sure that the workplaces most of us left behind were still operational and ready for when we made our way back to the physical office. Today's guest provided many of the people who were designated as the essential employees who kept the lights on in our offices these past few months. I asked her to talk with me about how she worked with her clients to make that happen, all while keeping everyone safe. All right, well, Claire, thank you very much for taking some time to talk with me today. Well, Greg, it's great to be here. Claire Hart is the CEO of Williams Lee. For some of us who don't know what it is that Williams Lee does, can you give us a little bit of background, especially when it comes to the legal industry's work that you do? Sure. Uh, Williams Lee is a global business. About 58% of our business is in the U.S. Another 32% is in EMEA, mostly the U.K., and the remaining business is in Asia Pacific. We support our clients globally. Our client base is about 45% legal, 45% banking, and the remaining 10% is roughly professional services and um, several other industries. But the concentrated effort is typically in legal and banking. And if you look at our business, I'll link it to our strategy. There are three pillars. The first pillar, is our heritage business. Williamsley is a 200-year-old business. It started as a print shop in England. So our heritage business is still linked to print. We have um, services where we provide on-site support for mailroom, reprographics, and the management of your fleet of printers, copiers, and scanners in your office. So that's our heritage business. Then our growth business is really where we're seeing a lot of growth in the back office services. So back office services around administrative support could be executive assistance. It could be administrative support for functional areas like finance, AP, and procurement, marketing, creative services, as well as uh, presentation services. We do a tremendous amount of uh, presentation, literally PowerPoint presentations and creative services for uh, banking, professional services, and legal, increasingly legal as mm -hmm. legal looks at marketing and says, 
we can outsource this. And then any other sort of document processing, including obviously word processing, management of, of docu- document management, and then uh, just overall copy editing for people, dictation, copy, you know, taking dictation and documenting it. And then the final pillar of our strategy is differentiation through technology. So we have a workflow tool called Engage. Mm-hmm. And Engage is, um, yes, it's a workflow tool first, but most importantly, it's a data and analytics tool. So we can provide to our clients a dashboard that they can look at every day to show what is the utilization rates of the services that Williams Lee is providing. Who's making the most requests for document processing, for example? Who's making the most requests for presentation services? What region, what person, what practice? And so it really gives the law firms and any of our clients a meaningful way to look at the services that Williams Lee has provided. And by the way, Clients use this tool not only for Williams Lee support services, but other support services. And just the final point I'll make on that is there's been a lot of interest in it now because a lot of people are working from home and there is no real way of monitoring what people are doing. And it's it's not Big Brother, it's business. And it's just saying our utilization rates are X, therefore our ratio of executive assistance to associates, our ratio of executive assistance to partners, you know, what should it be based on the workloads? It's a data-driven business world today, and you must have that kind of data to make informed decisions. During the past couple of months, most of us have, you know, packed up our computers and and started working from home. But the, a number of the Williams Lee people have been in the offices since the, you know, everyone started going home. So, uh, and including uh, my office, I know that uh, my office services and and the mail team at Jackson Walker has been in the office and they've been kind of the the thing that's kept us uh, running as far as making sure that uh, mail's getting delivered and and things are getting uh, pushed out that need to. So how did you work with your clients to make sure that the operations were still running, but also that your staff remained safe? Well, we, we got right on this, you know, the whole work from home, the whole safety of employees uh, as soon as we started to see the patterns emerging around lockdown. And um, so we established what we called the COVID-19 crisis team, and we had calls every morning. We then went to twice a week, and now we're down to once a week. And we sort of had three pivots. I mean, the first pivot was making sure that our employees are safe and we're able to support our clients. So in this environment, we worked closely with our clients to understand what are your requirements in every city where we're supporting you. And many of the people that were uh, involved in the full staffing, unfortunately, we had to furlough some people, uh, but we were able to keep the skeleton staffs um, going in these offices. And I have to tell you, Greg, the accolades that our clients and just the praise for our employees has Mm -hmm. been phenomenal. I do a weekly video call um, to our employees and very often I read the the notes that get sent to us about just the performance of our staff. And I, I think the real point here is there is a culture at Williams Lee that is so committed 
to supporting our clients. It links to our values, our values, and I can take no credit for this because <laughs> this is the this is these are the values that are embodied in every Williams Lee employee. Passion for our clients, ambitious to outperform expectations, resourceful, um, have a can-do attitude, make it happen, and then obviously operating with integrity. But the real point is, I don't think it was hard for Williams Lee to work with our clients, assess their needs, and determine that this skeleton crew of people would remain on site. And then other employees, like in our Wheeling office, our Columbus office, these are onshore service offices, Normanton, England, and then even our offices in Chennai and Kochi, India, all the employees went to work from home. If you had asked me three months ago, would our employee, would our clients with, you know, the largest banks in the world, the largest law firms in the world and professional services firms, would they go along with these employees working from home? I would have said no. But actually, because of the amazing amount of trust in the, in the Williams Lee employees and Williams Lee company, many of our clients have been with us. 20 years, 15 years, 10 years, it's just not uncommon to see that level of longevity. So there's a tremendous amount of trust. And so our employees are either the skeleton crew working on site at client locations, or they're doing uh, back office support work, presentation services, document processing, um, administrative support from home offices. And, um, we're looking at volumes every day. And so we see, you know, we saw obviously a dip as everyone sort of, you know, was a little paralyzed in the first week or two, um, getting their houses in order and how are we going to get our people to work from home. But now it, it, it feels a little bit like business as usual. Right. So how did you, you know, how did you work to, with your clients to transition your teams? I know you have the onshore group in, in Wheeling and, and then you have the uh, others across the globe. But for the people that normally would work in the office that have now transitioned to doing uh, their work remotely, how did you work with your clients to establish that? Because I know uh, you mentioned earlier, we're, we're pretty sticklers on making sure people are working. I know in a crisis like this, uh, a lot of times we'll be more flexible on allowing work like this. But how, how did you convince your clients that this was something that, that could be done? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Number one is level of security. So that's always the first thing. Is our data secure? And do we have the right equipment? And so the answer to both of those questions is yes. In some cases, we had to buy equipment. In some cases, people took equipment from the office home. Mm -hmm. And that's fine because we needed the security levels. We have a very good technology team and a very good information security team um, overseeing all of the info security associated with it. So clients were comfortable with that and we provided documentation. The second thing is the reporting capabilities. So I mentioned Engage. Some of our clients use Engage. We launched it last year, so not everyone is using it yet, mm-hmm. but they will be. Um, but those that are, they they just go online. They can see the utilization rates. Those that are not, we create manual reports, which the timeliness is not as great as it is with Engage and you know an automated tool. But we provide um, reports to our clients, and that's just absolutely necessary in any sort of BPO. You've just got to be prepared to provide utilization rates and performance rates back to your customer. And that's sort of in the DNA of the Williams Lee organization. 
So as we look, I, I know we're about to enter this hybrid uh, work thing. In fact, we may never exit this hybrid uh, work scenario where you have a number of people that are working in the office, but you still have a number of people that are remote. What do you see as some of the long-term effects that the pandemic will uh, do to change the work model, both for your company and for your clients? I think that um, the, the I completely agree with you. There will absolutely be a hy- hybrid work model where you'll have people working from home and you'll have some people working in the office. And I think this is this is absolutely fine. There are security measures that can be put in place to ensure that data is secure, that employees are secure. And then there are also reporting capabilities, as we just talked about. So you you know that you're getting what you're paying for. I actually think, and having, I'm a big proponent of work from home. I've worked from home in the past in my own career and um, never get really excited about spending a lot of money on real estate. So to the extent people can work from home, I think that's, I think it's great. What I've seen in my career is that um, you get greater productivity out of people because they don't want to have to go back to the office. They don't want the commute that they had, whether it's half an hour or an hour and a half. You get either an hour or you know three hours of extra work in many cases because people look at it and say, I don't have to go to the office, but I'm up at right. seven o'clock. Instead of getting on a train, I'm going to just go go work. And people inevitably work until five thirty or six o'clock. So you get a lot of a lot of productivity out of people. Now, having said that, Greg, some people, especially people with children or a small apartment, they want to go to the office. So that's the other thing that I think the hybrid model is going to enable that level of flexibility. So for the people that like to work from home can be extremely productive at home. Great. That option exists for people who want to come to work, um, who feel the need to be in an office environment, that option exists as well. And I think that is across the globe. Mm -hmm. I think that is just across industry groups. It's not unique to legal. I think that's every you, everything you're reading today about how, what is back to work or what is the office of the future look like is as you're pointing out, Greg, highlighting the the hybrid model for companies. Well, Claire, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to talk with me today. It's it's uh, been a pleasure. And great talking with you, Greg. I think the fact that you do these podcasts is terrific. Really good to get a lot of different thinking uh, into into the environment. So thank you. Thanks again to Claire Hart of Williams Lee for joining me today. Remember, we may all be in seclusion, but we're in this together. If you have any comments or questions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at at Glambert. In Seclusion is produced by Janice Anderson. The music is from Jerry David DeSica. I'll see you tomorrow.